This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Longcat Media presents... The Ballad of Anne and Mary Episode 1 Take the Steel And hellfire in their eyes And the flip of forked tongue in your ear Do you 
them or die by them. That's not true. Why aren't you listening to a word we say? Clash the two beauties, reveal their true form as a hydra beast vile to be Stop home. with this nonsense. Spread and reaper, they fight back to back, hacking bodies and harvesting no, souls. No, 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 They took Beelzebub as a lover. Amongst others. Disgusting. How much? Tuppence a broadsheet, good sir. Tuppence? Daylight robbery. Includes a woodcut of the ladies in their breeches. Oh, yeah, go on, yeah, then. Give me one. I'll take two. Yeah, yeah, nice give me one. Nice paper, yeah. this. Make good bum fodder after reading. <laughs> I've seen them at the Old Bailey. Really? What were they like? You could smell the brimstone. Oh, dear. We'll see them dance before long. Nah, nah, hanging for them. Oh. Pleaded their bellies, didn't they? Oh, I love a good hanging. Let them give birth, then string them up, I say. Mm, quite right. And strangle the bait. <laughs> Thank you. Change for a shilling. Nathaniel! <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were in the stocks getting pelted with cabbages. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, 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 no. You put your money away. Free for you, darling. Business is good, eh? Oh, yeah. I barely get through the song before I'm mobbed. Did you write this one yourself? Yeah, did the woodcut too. Wonderfully perverse. Give the public what they want. Missed. It's almost one. I told the turnkey we'd be there by noon. Aye, aye, Captain. Coming. Goodbye, Bess. Ta-ra! Mine you go. <sighs> Something upset you, Captain Barnett. Over half a million souls in London and you insist on exchanging pleasantries with every man jack of them. And did you really pay for that ballad? Why not? It's research. That woman hasn't even <laughs> met them. <laughs> Listen to this. Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. Abominations pumped forth from betwixt the arse cheeks of hell. Good God. <laughs> oh, poetry. I trust our book will be better written. Oh, yes. Respectable enough for a drawing room. Sensational enough to sell 10,000 copies. Sensational? Not sure I like the sound of that. Barnet, the people want devils. Dirty, sexy devils to offend and titillate good Christians everywhere. <laughs> I will give them that. Nothing sexy about those two. See this scar? See? Mary did that with a cutlass while Anne laughed. That's pretty sexy. No, it's not. I'll make it sexy. No, you're a journalist. Stick to the facts. And the fact is, they're awful. How awful? Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. <laughs> a good job you caught them, then. It is. <clears throat> Chapter 1. The courageous Captain Jonathan Barney and his apprehension of the Hellcats and Bonnie and Mary Reed. Eh? What do you think? Hmm. Well, how about this? Chapter 1. The courageous Captain Jonathan Barnett. That's it. That's the whole title. Um, 
The focus of the story should be on the hero, not the villains. But Bonnie and Reed are rather famous, and you're... not. That is exactly the problem. It's ridiculous no one knows who I am. Our book shall set that right. Shame we can't set it all right and put a noose around their necks. They'll likely die in prison. What if they're released? The fee would be astronomical. They couldn't afford it. They could earn it. How? How do you think? This visit's costing me a small fortune. The turnkey takes most of that. True enough. Although... What? What is it? I've heard there's buried treasure. Oh. You don't say. I do say. Someone might retrieve it for them, pay their bond. Who would they trust with such a task? Oh, I don't know. Charming stranger. A charming stranger? Yes. A charming stranger. Hang on. Do you mean... me? You! <laughs> oh, miss! Oh, very funny. <laughs> uh, I was Anyway, what need we of treasure? Our book shall be our fortune. And here we are, Newgate Prison. God, you can smell them from here. You have delicate sensibilities for a pirate, Barnet. I am not a pirate. I am a privateer. Mm, a pirate by any other name. <laughs> Hello? Privateers work for the government. Doing the exact same work as pirates. Gatekeepers asleep. Privateering is a perfectly respectable... I was only joking, Barnet. Hello? Who is it? Good evening. Tis Nathaniel Mist of Mist's Weekly Post and Captain Barnet, the hero who captured the pirate ship Revenge, here to see the pirate hags, as arranged. You know what? I just had a thought. Uh, you should go in alone. What? You've come all this way. You've you paid for both of us to... But what if they're too scared to talk in my presence? Uh, oh, uh... And uh, we need them to relax, to open up... You coming in or what? One moment! Yeah. Bloody hell. I am decided. Uh, go on, go charm the pants off them. I'll uh, meet you later. Well, uh, well, if you think that's best. Don't believe half the things they say, Nathan. Do you hear? They'll lie. Heaven knows what nonsense they'll say about me. But hang on. Where are we meeting? And when? Midnight at King's Coffee House. Good luck, miss. You'll need it. Not far now. Bread. A little bread, please. Oh, minor puddles. Good sirs, please help. Quiet down. My child is left alone while I am here. No one locks a pirate up and gets away with it. Ugh. Do you know who I am? I be the fearsome pirate and Bunny. Good God. And Bunny. Nah, that's Barbara. Bloody nuisance. You dare treat Anne Bunny like this? We're moving her to the East Block. What's in the East Block? Thicker walls. I'll cut your gizzards out and feed them to my lover! <laughs> Is that them? Aye. Like mermaids luring good men onto the rocks. Oi, Reed! Visitor! I like to give them a warning before going in, in case they're having a shit. 
Ugh, you're a gentleman. <coughs> Mistress Reed? Oh. She's unwell. Is she? And I could have shot him. I should have tried harder. Um, madam. He's betrayed us. Uh, I'm here to interview you. Go dog yourself, you Weasley hog shagger. I'll leave you two alone. Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't let me in here with her. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. All right, all right. Oh. God, what's wrong with her? Is it... Is it the contagion? Hope not. You hope, you little toe-rag! Get off me! This hellhole has made me sick once in my life before. If it happens again, and you're to blame... It's sickness of the womb! Her baby's killing her! If you're lying... But the other one, Bonnie. Is she well? I. Then take me to her. We're already there. She's three cells along. Bonnie! Visit her! Going. Presenting Nathaniel Mist. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him? <clears throat> Greetings, Mistress Bonnie. Uh, thank you for agreeing to see me. Agreeing. What? <laughs> uh, right on my boots. Lovely. I'll just uh, wipe that off. Clear phlegm. No sign of infection. Infection? What infection? Nothing. Uh, I heard you singing just now. Lovely. What was the song? It's called, Your Mother's a Public Ledger, Open to All Parties. Is it really? What? No. Ah, oh, I see. It was a joke about my dear mother. May she rest in peace. May I sit? Much obliged. Um, I beg your patience while I assemble this marvellous little uh, device. What fresh perversion is this? What is it? <laughs> well, allow me to explain. It's a portable writing desk for the travelling scribe of my own design. Um, I, you know, I haven't decided on a name for it yet, but it sits atop my lap, like this. So, I thought I might call it the Porter Desk. See here, it has these, um, these tiny little drawers that hold all manner of implements. Uh, pencils, a knife to sharpen them with, oh, ceiling wax, <laughs> paper. Gonna draw the Pirate Queen's kettle drums, are you? Uh, beg your pardon? Gonna empty your nutmegs in private, staring at scratches on a little piece of paper. Pathetic. Oh no 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 no! I'm not I'm not here to draw your um, <clears throat> drums. Listen to me, jingle brains. I'm not as obliging as the turnkey makes out. The last man who came looking for a pirate mall got plenty of pirate and very little mall. You get my meaning. I I, I think you might have the wrong end. Of this. <laughs> oh! Oh, your, your, your foot, Miss Bonnie, it's, it's right in my... Nutmegs, that's right. You'll be picking them out of your bread oh. basket if you're not careful. Unless you like that sort of thing. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? You like a bit of pain, do you? No, no, no pain, please. I'm, I'm just a writer. I'm a journalist. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. That's all. A book? Oh, thank God. 
What kind of book? A history of pirates. And you want me to be in it? Yes. Add your friend, Mary. A book about me and Reed? <gasps> I would like to read that. I will send you a copy as soon as it's done. Oh, much obliged. You can read. Better than you, I'll wager. My father was a lawyer. He trained me to be his clerk. <laughs> what a joke, surely. But you're a girl. I was raised as a boy. No, really. So was Reed, as a matter of fact. Both of you? That's extraordinary. Quite the coincidence, isn't it? Oh. Well, what kind of woman becomes a pirate? <laughs> I remember when Reed told me. We were scrapping on deck. You sneaky cow! And Bonnie wins! I can't believe I fell for that. <laughs> Reed. Oh, the readers will love this. An unnatural beginning. The seeds of perversion sown from... Would you like an apple? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, I must write down my thoughts in the moment. Are you sure? A visitor brought him in exchange for a look at my bare left foot. I told him if he wants to see my right foot, he's to bring hot gingerbread next time. Oh, yes. So, where are my apples? Hey, Oh, they're, they're right there. <sighs> oh, my nutmegs! I wasn't talking about oh, those oh, apples. Oh, oh, other apples? In a manner of speaking. <laughs> What's wrong with those ones? Oh. Oh. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, it's a metaphor! Metaphor? Idiot. What's in it for me? That's what I'm saying. You get my story, but what oh. do I get? Why don't you just say that in the first place? Well... You get... Uh, exposure. What the hell is that? When the book comes out, everyone will know your name. They already do, numbskull. Oh, so... What do you want, then? Thank you for asking. Oh. See this? I wrote this note to read, but I don't trust the turnkey to take it. Oh. So you will. Wait, let me add a line or two. N now then, Miss Bonnie. I'll have another letter ready for next time. Next time? Now hang on, I, I was only coming today. Good pencil. I'm keeping this. Take it. And next time, you You're not listening! There won't be a next time! I'm not a delivery boy! Do you want the whole story or not? Insulted, insulted, ordered around. Cheek of it. Where are you taking that chair? Beyond the reach of your chain, where you can't get to my... nutmegs. There. <clears throat> the thing is, Miss Bonnie, I don't want your whole story. But you're writing a book. A book about pirate captains and the brave men who captured them. As for you and Mary Reed, well... Well, to be perfectly honest, you're the spice. The spice? Yes. So I only need a handful of details. You know, how many men dead? How many men bedded? Did you ever meet Blackbeard? What was Calico Jack like? Is he the father of your baby? Or both of the babies? That sort of thing. You know, spice. Ah, oh, I see. You're writing some lurid fantasy. I wouldn't go that far. 
I'm a journalist. A journalist? Why didn't you say? In that case, you should interview a real pirate, like Calico Jack, or Fennec, or Little Bob. Go talk to him! Well, I can't. They're... dead. Ah, oh, yes, I forgot. The only ones left are me and Reed. And I don't feel like talking to you anymore. Get out! Oh, no, no, but... but Just but... make it up! You were going to do that anyway. Go on! Get out! Miss Bonnie, I have no intention of lying. I am simply responding to what the public want to Get read. the feck out of my cell! Oh. Get the feck out of my cell! Get out! Get out! Before I chuck my piss pot in your face! Get the feck oh, out of my cell! All right, okay, all right, 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 fine. Deal. It's a deal. What is? The letter. I'll, I'll take it to her. It's a deal. Nah, I've changed my mind. Uh, but... Get out. Unless. What is it? Tell me. Please. You were right. You're the only ones left. I I suppose I do need you. What do you want me to do? Reed doesn't write. So you are to take dictation from her and deliver her letters to me. I suppose I can do that. And... You'll do it as long as it takes me to tell the whole story. In whichever way I see fit. All right. Doesn't look like I have much choice. It's a deal. Really? Huh, that was easy. You call that easy? <laughs> Our first duel, mist. And last, if you please. <laughs> but I've got a sword and you're fighting with a spoon. <laughs> yes, all right, very good. Ah, now... Where shall I start? Well, now, let me see. Uh, where were you born? Alrighty. County Cork, Ireland, 1698. My mother was a maid in my father's house. I was born on the wrong side of the blankets. And what were your earliest memories? The warmth of her. And the soft scratch of her calluses as she stroked my face. And she'd sing... Sleep, sleep, Grandma
Ach, she won't settle. Dream, dream, grom a cream. <sighs> I have to go, love. Ah, oh, no. Anne barely gets to see you. Anne, put that knife down. <laughs> She's fierce. If only she were a boy. I'd train her up to work alongside me. Father and son. Well now, there's a thought. Here's another. The Americas. There's opportunity to be had there. We could start afresh. Leave the old wife at home. Do you mean that? I do. A new life together. Wouldn't that be something? Ah no, this isn't working. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you stopping? This isn't my memory. It's my mother's. It's her story, not mine. Let's skip forward to the real beginning. When, when I, I took, took the, the reins for the first time. I was 16. Fine. Please, go ahead. There, there, girl. We'll be gone soon. 1714. My mother had died three years before. I was living with my father and his wife in Charlestown, Carolina. I was the bastard stain on his reputation. But he couldn't quite bring himself to throw me out. I had my mother's crinkly eyes, he said. But I had her fire, too. Shove it up your ass! You rotten, shrewy, lowborn cuckoo! My stepmother was pure deranged with respectability, so you can imagine how she felt about me. Ah, oh, now if you want a portrait of cruelty that would make a pirate cringe. And yet, my father would just look the other way. Anne, let's not rock the boat. And for pity's sake, don't upset her. Coward. Is there any wonder I'd take a horse and escape into town? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Charlestown, I'm gonna get drunk and I might start a fight. I'm gonna bet a man, a particular man. I got John in my sights. For a few sweet hours, I'll be free from my coward father's house. It's tonight for just one night. I'll be a girl who goes where she damn well goes, taking a midnight ride in her father's clothes. My horse may be saddled, but she's running free, and she only truly gets to feel the rushing of the wind when she's with me. I'm gonna cut and run, for too long I've been a loaded gun, itching to fire on the shackles that keep me here, well no more enough I'm done. I'm gonna cut and run, I don't know a thing to anyone, I'm gonna cut off the anchor that weighs me down in a flash, I'll cut and run. They were to keep me small, they were to keep me all polite. They were to keep me mild, keeping the bastard child out of sight. My father calls himself an honest man, a respectable man, but they're both twisted up inside. They dress their cruelty up in fancy clothes and politesse, but it is cruelty nonetheless. They keep their greed and selfishness disguised. They're keeping me weak and sick with this mock gentility, making me wear this mask of respectability. 
Well, I ain't gonna take it. I'm gonna be free to wear my rage and my pain and my cruelty and my joy for all to see. And this lad that I'm meeting is a pirate. He's the most exciting lad I've ever seen. Though he says right now he's between ships, he's no less of a pirate to me. And he's my guarantee. I will never be like them. I will be free. Mary Reed in Charlestown? Is that how you met? Oh no. Reed was across the Atlantic back then, fighting the French. A soldier? No! Tell me! Ask her yourself. Although I warn you, Reed can be awful private. Well, you know, it would be a, a shame to have to leave her out of the book. Don't do that. Well, so tell me what she told you about her life before you met <sighs> All right. Reed's last campaign was in Belgium. Is lit by firelight, bruised and battered from fight after fight. But night after night, we've sung together, my brothers and I. This is my home. These lads, my family and my sanctuary For these ten years I have been free to be me To a certain degree They've only seen what I would have them see I was so nervous when I joined at 21 A far cry from the soldier I've become I've lived and fought with them and never been unmasked Now I am older than I was and not as fast But being Mark I have not been judged 
When I have gambled, wrestled, cursed and drunk too much I've spoken freely all these years Sharing jokes and stories, hopes and fears These are the pleasures of men But all campaigns must end And once we sail tomorrow Bound for England when Will I ever feel these pleasures again? What would it be like to be free? From them that would have me bound In corsets and respectability This is the life that I have had Through camouflage and sheer audacity But oh, what would it be like? What would it be like to live as me? Daniel. Wait. Can I walk with you? Of course. Daniel, leaving Daniel hurts. Will I ever see him again? We've shared so much and yet so few words. But he silently seeks me out and I too seek him out. To eat, to drink, to fight, to sleep And then that night when we were drunk And he pinned me to the ground There was a moment Just one brief moment Mark? Can I ask you a question? Something's... Something's been on my mind Something I've noticed Oh no No Of course What is it? Um... Are you... Uh, forgive me. Go on. Are you... I've seen the way you... What? Look at me. The way you look at me. What way is that? Like you want me. Do you? Want me? Because I want you. Oh no, what happened? Did he find out? He did. And? Did he want Mark? Or... Mary? Either? Both? Oh, my darling. He wanted Reed. Mm. Daniel. Meanwhile, in Charlestown... Oh, oh my mm. darling. Oh, oh, oh Anne. John. Oh, Anne, my... Mm. Oh, will you stop kissing mm. long enough for me to marry you? <clears throat> I now pronounce you man and wife. Come here, wife. <laughs> Do you love me, Anne? I love you, John. Tell me, am I a handsome man? Do I turn you on? <laughs> You're not so bad. Vainest man in North Carolina. Where shall we go, John? I heard of a place where pirates gather. Why don't we go and visit your folks? My folks? But they don't like you. Or me. We just eloped, John. Need I remind you we're totally broke? They might want to give us a wedding present. Oh, let's not waste our time. 
tell there's a place where the pirates congregate outside of the clutches of the law. A separate state of buccaneer mates, always hungry for that next big score. And you're a pirate, so you could find a ship there. Sounds great. I'm sorry to piss in your rum, but maybe you've noticed we're living on crumbs. What are we waiting for? Let's set sail. Oh, ask your parents for help. The deed is done, the fouls is red, they can't do nothing about it. A wee bit of coin for the newlyweds would help the lovebird out a bit. This will not work, John. How do you know if we don't have a go? <sighs> Fine. Purchase of ten acres of land. Anne! Hello, Father. Have you heard my happy news? I know I ain't exactly been a perfect daughter, but we wonder if we... You! Oh, dear. Ah, shit. Thought you'd be out. Get out of here, you bastard child, you rotten shrew, you low-born cuckoo. You are the reason our names defiled. We'll never be rid of the shame of you. Screw you! Did you hear how she spoke to me? Uh, yes, dear. <clears throat> you heard your stepmother. Don't ever darken our doors again. Shove it up your ass! Anne will try again. When she's cooled down, we'll try again. No, John. I told you it wouldn't work. We don't need their charity. We could just go, John. And We've got all the wherewithals. You're a pirate after all. Onward. Look, you don't understand. To the Republic of Pirates. The situation there is not that simple. The Ballad of Anne and Mary was written by Lindsay Sharman, directed by Lindsay Sharman and Lawrence Owen. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. The series was produced by Longcat Media. For information on upcoming episodes and our other series, visit longcatmedia.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as Longcat Media and also at Ballad Anne Mary on Twitter. In this episode, Christina Bianco was Anne Bonny, Suze Kempner was Mary Reed, Carl Queensborough was Nathaniel Mist, John Henry Fall was Jonathan Barnett, Carol Stennett was Bess the Ballad Singer, Dominic Brewer was John Bonney, James Ducker was Turnkey Scrapby, Colette Bouchel was Anne's mother, Lindsay Sharman was Barbara and Additional Voices, Lawrence Owen was Anne's father, Daniel and Additional Voices, and Helen Fullerton was Anne's stepmother and Additional Voices. Further Additional Voices by Hayley Evanett and Ivan Wilkinson. Artwork by Rebecca Pitt. This podcast was supported using funding from Arts Council England, the UEA's Enterprise Scheme, and our Ko-fi patrons. If you'd like to help us make future series, then visit our Ko-fi page at www.ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. We really appreciate your support. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
Forgive me, Father. For I have sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings. I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I, um, <laughs> lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professionals. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f- Who is there? Forgive Me, a comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.